0: If you have any topic suggestions that you'd like to hear more about or questions that you're hoping that we could maybe address on a future podcast, you can click the get in touch box right on our website at ktsmoneymatters.com and the hardworking woman's guide to money available either on our website, KT's Money Matters, or on Amazon, or of course you can find our link in the show notes.
1: Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate, or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters. Hey there, and welcome back. This is KT
0: at KT's Money Matters, coming to you with your tips and quips and ideas about how to make money, grow money, spend money, invest money. You know, I'm actually fascinated with the way companies make money and industries make money and how it all turns out to be a profit over time and what works. And of course, you know, I'm always fascinated by also what fails. But today is the start of the NFL's 100th season. So I thought maybe we should take a look at how the NFL Owners Association makes money and how much money they actually make while they're selling those seats and TV and merchandise. I thought it might be interesting to see how one of the most financially resilient industries, despite all of the criticism that we've had in football in the last 10 years, continues to go along and just crank out the dough. So let's talk
1: football and go, Pats. I'll be back right after the break. Your host, KT Thomas, is the Director of Portfolio Services at New Day Solutions, a firm offering expertise in retirement planning with more than 25 years of experience dedicated to high net worth individuals, families, and business owners. We work with you to have a coordinated approach for your comprehensive investment goals, providing concierge service for all generations from a team who can see things from your side of the table. Go to newdaysolutions.com for more information. As the NFL begins its 100th season, I started to wonder,
0: these guys seem like they make a whole lot of money. And I always wanted to understand the players association, but also more importantly, like the owners, the owners association, how they collectively share money. So it's not just, you know, Do the Miami Dolphins sell more jackets than anyone else? Or do the Cowboys sell more merchandise than anybody else? And why does that matter? Because there's a whole lot of revenue sharing within the ownership. But let's start with some basic numbers. I started Googling around trying to figure out, you know, how much money they might make. Let's just break it down by stadium. So the average stadium in the NFL seats 50,000 people with an average ticket price of $150. Well, let me just say, first things first, as a Pats fan, you are not buying any ticket for $150. Just saying, but anyway, on average, $150. Every week, there's $7.5 million made per stadium. On average, 15 stadiums, therefore, 112, a little over 112 million. Just on ticket sales, that's a pretty big number, but that is absolutely nothing compared to where they make the most of their money, which is, of course, TV deals. I don't know if you've started to wonder. I mean, I was always a Sunday football girl, and then it became, oh, there's Monday night football, which I got to tell you, you know, I work on Mondays and Tuesdays. I get up really early. Hard for me to be interested in nighttime football because it's about when I'm ready to go to bed, and, you know, I get sports of my own. But there's Monday night football that became very popular. Now there's Thursday night football. And I think to myself, why so much football? And what are we doing with all these extra teams that, you know, some of them are good, but a lot of them aren't really that great? But it does increase the number of televised games. And someone must be benefiting from this. And you've got it. That someone is the owner's association. So between merchandise and TV, they make about 12.5 billion a year. So they've got ticket sales, then they have merchandising and TV. You can quickly see how this money gets to be enormous. Enormous. In fact, the average income of a football team, so their average income based on the fact that you know they do this revenue sharing deal is about $25 million a year. Now over the last half a dozen years, back in 2006, there was a contract signed between players and owners that had things like salary caps and bidding caps, supposed to make sure that players got a good contract, that you know they weren't getting, you know, used for their body while it worked and then thrown away. The owners' group would like to renegotiate this contract because they say that it puts an unfair burden on the owners. And it's really driving up the cost and cutting into the profits, which is evidenced, they say, by the amount of debt that they've taken on in the last half a dozen years. But on the flip side, they've also built much bigger stadiums in the last few years, because remember, we talked about that ticket price and how people are going to the games and they're spending all this money on merchandise and on tickets. So owners have borrowed money at you know, ultra cheap interest rates, which we've enjoyed for the last decade, and then use that to build bigger and bigger stadiums to sell more and more merchandise and tickets. And they want the players, whose life expectancy in football, by the way, fairly short, to take less. And so needless to say, the players association's not really interested in that. They'd like to continue to get paid. And they say that the average NFL football team makes $25 million a year. In fact, that their income has quadrupled in the last several years. So not twice as much, but four times as much. I got this information from a white paper I found online from two professors from the Chicago Booth School of Economics that looked at the NFL team ownership and the economics of that. It was Kevin Murphy and Robert Tope. And they basically break down the entire costs It was uh, several pages and interesting and very detail-oriented, and you can actually access it, right, if you decide to just go out and Google it. Um, But what it made me realize is that there is a lot of money in football for the owners. In fact, they're making record profits. I know we think about all the things that you hear, which is people are spending less time watching football. Guess what? Not me. People are spending less time going to football. Well, they're selling at a lot of their stadiums all the time and they're building bigger stadiums, so that's probably not true too. And then I see football merchandise literally everywhere that I go. In fact, they do better than any other major sporting team organization in America. Football outstrips hockey, which is the lowest, but baseball, you know, America's great pastime, and basketball. So maybe we shouldn't feel so bad for the owners. I'm thinking they're doing really quite well, which always leads me to wonder is when is enough enough? When is there enough profits? I think that's a question that a lot of people never ask. They always say, you know, more is always better. So when you're thinking about, you know, I always bring this back because recently the Chamber of Commerce Roundtable biggest CEOs in the country got together and talked about what mattered, and it's not just the profits of the company, but it's also the people that work there and the customers that they serve. Wouldn't it be great if football felt the same way? Until we speak again.
1: Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.